Hello, and welcome to a very special Wyverns and Weirdos uh, one-shot. This is uh, a resumption of the corruption campaign for uh, a very brief moment. Uh, not the only one, but uh, uh, we're, we're here for a very special reason. Uh, as you may notice, we are all dressed up. Uh, this is the very special uh, Bertie and Caius wedding one. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce our players uh, in characters that we have not played uh, in almost a year. Uh, so, we have Eddie playing Anya, Joe playing Rook, Jake playing Newman, Zoe playing Ross, Emily playing Sam, and the, uh, the guests of honour, Laura playing Bertie, and Mitch playing Caius. Let's jump into it. Last time we saw our heroes, they were participating in a uh, in a display match uh, to celebrate the anniversary of uh, the unification of Erethold. We joined them several years later uh, for the preparations uh, on the morning of the marriage of Bertolt Bewerin and Caius Viator Silvius, uh, both of whom have exceedingly long titles that we hope that they don't botch during their vows. So, where we start off, Bertie, you are, I assume, in the back room of your boutique, uh, being attended to by a, a variety of stylists preparing you for the wedding and... There's one person who is not uh, dedicating their time to getting you ready. A um, reporter for the one of one of the one of the local gossip rags, uh, who offered the highest bid, uh, and of course, you being you. Uh, gave them exclusive rights to the interview. How could I resist? Uh, yes. Uh, one Torval Gaunt, uh, a half-elven man, and he uh, and the uh, retail staff are out the front of uh, your flagship store uh, as you are being seen to. Uh, so Torval says to you, Now, our listeners heard about how it's been such a long journey to where you are today. A real fairy tale, rags to riches sort of story. But you have a pretty famous party in attendance. Who are the lucky few close to you on the main day? 
And so Bertie sort of like settles back, much to the annoyance of the rest of the attendants who are trying to still do his hair, um, quite grandly. And he's a very animated little guy. Um, for those who don't know Bertie, Bertie is a, uh, an Aladrin. He's currently spring. So he is sort of pink personified, not in sort of like a princessy way, although he could almost be on this day, but in like a show business, like the, the most glittered up glam sort of show business guy. Um, he's a fairly short Aladrin. Um, He's got, uh, he, in the past, he's had sort of like longer pink hair. It's actually quite a little bit shorter than it used to be. Um, and it's currently sort of halfway through being quite sort of coiffed up. Um, but yeah, he has very long sort of expressive ears that sort of twitch while he's moving as well. Um, he's already got a lot of glitter all over him. There's probably going to be a lot more as it goes. Um, and yeah, he is sort of, um, as the reporter has mentioned, um, Bertie has come from sort of a more humble, uh, maybe perhaps even snake oil salesman sort of uh, beginnings, but he is now a legitimate businessman. He has a lot of money to his name and he is luxuriating in this lifestyle, this attention and what's going to be soon his like most important day in his entire life. Um, so he sort of like spreads his arms out and the person doing his nails kind of just like grunts to herself and then sort of just tries but gets like some more nail wipes to um to correct it and he goes okay well thank you so much again i've really been enjoying this sort of uh little chat before my big day but um what do I enjoy even more than talking about myself of course it's talking about my friends so for the listeners, first off, we have uh, Anya. She's a skilled archer, an elf sort of like me, but in a different kind of persuasion, and not so flowery, as you can see. Um, and she's the, fa the founder of the IRMPA. It's an anti-corruption watchdog kind of agency with reach across the land and the isles. When we first met, I was kind of afraid of her, and now everyone else gets to be afraid of her too. <laughs> she uh, sometimes uses an invention from our friend Newman to assist in, um, her in seeing some of the time, but most of the time, she's got the best ears on her side of the land, so she can pretty much echolocate her way around. So uh, I am pretty excited. She's actually gonna, gonna be giving me away at the wedding since, uh, well, I've had a pretty complicated family history. Uh, I do have adoptive family. They are actually coming. Uh, my my two dads uh, who brought me up uh, after I was rather cruelly abandoned by my, my biological parents. Uh, but you know, that's the bonus of being here. Um, if I'd spent my whole life in the Feywilds, yes, it's a whimsical, wonderful land that is truly beyond most people's comprehension. And wow, yeah, I basically only ever met like and two other Aladrins in my entire lifetime, and I am over 200. Um, but you know, I would have never met these people. I would have never met the love of my life. So, well, that's it. Anya's giving me away, which is a really great choice, I think, personally. Um, so next up, we have uh, Newman. He's a tabaxi from Karas. He's super tall, like freakishly tall. He, like, compared to me, he's probably like three meters tall, at least. Um, uh, kind of got like ginger fur and all that. He was kind of the main drive along with our friends Russ and Rook, uh, along with the rest of us, but kind of the, yeah, the main say in it, uh, to help with the resistance effort, which kind of eventually overthrew 
the invading rulers of Karas and brought it back to it. Um, so any further information is government classified and I uh, cannot speak any further on that, I'm afraid. But I can tell you that Newman himself is pretty much the smartest person I know. I just pray about a bajillion inventions and also loves romance novels. So uh, he must be really excited at the moment is all I can say. <laughs> He's actually gonna be uh, Kaisa's best man. So uh, yeah, pretty jazzed about that. <laughs> um, he actually also helped me fine-tune uh, Caius's uh, ring as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's just pretty much a really clever dude. Um, uh, next up, we have uh, Rook. She's a fire genasi, also from Karas. Um, and uh, ha she has kind of the biggest muscles you'll ever see on anyone, and that's including my fiancé, who I am very biased towards. Um, he would also agree, so I, I can legally say that. <laughs> uh, she used to make a living as a mercenary, like a lot of us do in this land. Um, but since she's kind of put more time into making her life better and has been kind of writing self-help books and doing a bunch of other little stuff for herself and also working on reigniting her culture, which was uh, kind of decimated by the uh, invading rulers of Karas, who are now gone, so <laughs> there we go. Uh, oh, also, Rick and Anya are totally GFs, which is, uh, yeah, really cool. It's actually super funny. Um, I mentioned this before, but uh, back in the day, Newman was recited to get them together and get married. And like, I don't, like, I, I kind of think they're just like, just comfortable as they are. I don't know, maybe they'll get married one day. But like, Newman actually like built these little like bracelets that they have, which can actually turn into wedding rings. But like, I think it's just kind of like nice rings for them anyway. It was a beautiful friend gesture, but Newman just is really excited about love and stuff like that. But anyway, the really funny thing is, when that happened, he was kind of testing it out, it was a little secret. Caius and I actually helped with that, and Newman got us to try on the ring. So it was actually really easy to sort of guess ring sizes because I don't know, it's just funny how that kind of stuff happens. We didn't even know we liked each other at that point. Well, I mean, I liked him, but you know. Anyway, Newman loves romance stuff. And so do all of your readers, so it's fine. <laughs> anyway, that's Rook. Um, so like, uh, we also have Ross, uh, which is her theater name, which she still kind of uses like her real name, but she also sometimes is called her birth name, Ravari. It's complicated. It's kind of more of a thing of like, how close are you to her? How personal is it her stage presence? You know, just basically uh, ask her what she wants to be called first. Um, so uh, Ross is from Karas. Um, and she's highly trained and skilled actor, busker, street performer, and bard who uses a magical tambourine most of the time. She is part of an action troupe called the Players of the Shining Stream, who was super oppressed by the original rulers. Um, and she also like still lives with them actually, and would kind of protect them with her life. Uh, they're kind of her other besties. Isn't that weird, like having so many besties? <laughs> uh, yeah, she also like owns a theater in Karas and used to be part of the resistance there, but now she's my maid of honor, <laughs> which I'm not gonna be egotistical and say that's like the most important job she's ever done, but it must be pretty close, right? <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so then uh, we've also kind of got Sam. Sam is Russ's, uh, sometimes he's a boyfriend, sometimes he's not. I think right now they're taking a break, if you know what I mean. It's nothing too serious, I think. Uh, I, they just need to start, kind of work on who they are alone as well as together. They might actually be together by the time we're at the wedding. I don't know. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's their gossip. Uh, Sam was also kind of a spy. Um, it's kind of also like a, like Ross's like childhood, like high, like high university friend, like like had a crush on her for ages. Very funny and embarrassing, but really cute too. They're really nice together when they like you know. They both got a lot to unpack, and Sam super has a lot to unpack. He was kind of a spy and also like 
a double agent, but he kind of pulled through for us in the end. So uh, yeah, he's also coming as part of the party. So yeah, pretty exciting. I am also, um, I have also invited my daughter. Uh, she's uh, from a past relationship. Um, but yeah, like uh, she's really cozy with me and Kais as well. So it's gonna be great. And yeah, like um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Do you have any final questions? found by wonderful listeners <laughs> readers I mean of uh, course <laughs> we well, don't have television yet <laughs> uh, as our closer how did you and Lord Sir Caius there to Sylvius and Betty kind of like just again just like like claps his hands together um moves forward like about three attendants to go like <laughs> try like wrestle them back together and then sort of like, puff of bliss just sort of moves out he's like huh well <laughs> I mean I've told the story a few times but um well uh, Kaius and I kind of first met the Dwarven city of Crostigar, like underground. I was kind of there on a mission, uh, by some government stuff, can't talk about it. <laughs> and Kaius was there on his own kind of mission, like a personal one, I guess. Uh, we first sort of met when he uh, actually flung himself out of a window and into our teleportation circle. And uh, I guess you can say we pretty much hit it off right away. All I knew about him was that he was from Dorham, had a pedigree, and a horse named Fredward because he and one of his eight Carth Elf sisters couldn't decide between Fred and Edward. Caius was uh, on a quest to do good, probably, I guess, and was, and still is, super shiny, super dashing, and super rich. Huge fan. Not just because I was working on, on, on a working class entrepreneur man at the time, <laughs> but you know, uh, we hit it off pretty well. We also like tell the same kinds of jokes, we're pretty funny. Um, so anyway, we kind of crossed paths, organized some fights, got out of scrapes, and then Caius got called home. After I taught him magic, since we're both magic men, and two magic men are better than one, am I right? Some personal hmm. stuff happened with Caius that I won't go into. I'm sure most of Dorham knows about it anyway. Uh, but after that, we crossed paths again when we were in a... both in a pretty dark place, I guess you could say. And I went to help him out, and it turns out he helped me out too, along with my friends, of course. But you know, it's a little bit different when it's, uh, well, you know. Uh, also, all the rumors of me being involved in the accidental summoning of an eldritch demigod that inflicted us both with a temporary death curse are all greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Although we did kill one in Dorham, as uh, all the lovely people of Dorham would know. Zorthan Tathara was slain by all of us, but uh, Caius and I got the last blow in, <laughs> which, um, but yeah, I mean, in the end, we all, we found a way to fix everything, and then we found each other. And both of us have been in relationships before, you see, and both of us have been hurt. And I wasn't really expecting it. I don't think he was either, but we, we did it. And, and now we're having a super cool stinking rich wedding! <laughs> I'm gonna get married! <laughs> I never thought I was gonna get married! Boy, oh boy, that was like the longest relationship I'd had for like three months! We've been getting together for years already! <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so like, technically that means it's forever, right? <laughs> uh, but I hope it is. Um, anyway, so I tell you, readers, there's someone out there for you to help you be your best self, to give you the space to grow towards the sun again. <laughs> Even if it's yourself, we just have to find it in each other. That is a wonderful closing remark. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> thank you. Uh, All right. Caius, where do we see you in preparations for the wedding? So I think the morning of, or like in the couple of weeks beforehand, he's getting progressively more and more uh, 
nervous, not quite panicked, but um, definitely nervous. And the morning of the wedding, um, as everyone is trying to get him into his uh, formal attire, uh, Caius is strolling amongst the grounds, or not quite strolling, and strolling for Caius, everyone else he is working, walking with definite purpose. Um, as he's making sure that everything is in the right place, it's all, the scenery is perfect, um, he's got, you know, his pants on and half of his shirt, and, like, four people are running around after him trying to help him button it up, um, as he's just kind of directing traffic, um, no one needs that, because everything is planned to perfection, but that is where Caius is, um, he it's also not a particularly warm morning uh and caius is in himself quite fit uh but he does find himself sweating a lot and that is but another concerning factor to add to the the growing list in caius's mind rook and anya with your preparations as uh as Anya has a bit more direct involvement in the wedding party than uh, than Rook does, but it's a couple I imagine you are probably getting ready in proximity to each other, at the very least. I think um, knowing that both Rook and Anya are bizarrely um, mourning people, I think they were both up and getting ready, at least to some extent, together in the morning. Um, they probably, knowing both of them, got in a training session with each other. Absolutely. <laughs> um, towards dawn. Um, and Anya, um, she would have stuck around for, um, breakfast and for getting certain elements of her, um, outfit ready. Ready? ready for the wedding um, before she giving Rook a kiss on the cheek snuck off to um, go assist behind the scenes um, which Rook in particular would be very aware that Anya has um, been almost a shadow Ross in where Ross um, being made of otter would be making things run smoothly in um whichever way Ross does that and Anya would then um quite privately and quite quietly be um enforcing that things go even more smoothly um be that by threat or just um by getting it done herself very sneakily um yeah so that would be Anya Fantastic. Um, yeah, I think Rook would just be like trying to make herself helpful. Feel like if any heavy lifting need done, I'm your girl. Um, just trying to help out with whatever she can. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think she would also be. Um, she's had less like direct involvement with like being like a mercenary or doing inventoring and stuff she's been like uh, working working on a new book at the moment so she's been trying to delegate to some of her um other members of her mercenary troop that she's created so she's kind of like on the sending stone every now and then kind of just being like that's all right it's all right you can 
apologies, I have a cold. Um, oh, hey, no, 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 Harris, it's okay. Um, tell the noble that we've got the documents. We're allowed in his lands, okay? And if he's got a problem with that, he can come to me. But also, can you remind him that, like, he hired you in the first place? All right, all right. Now, um, I know you got this, okay? So I'm going to try to help out with the wedding, but you got this, all right? Confidence. And then she's just going to keep going and that's like, oof. Try to help out with like, yeah, all right, see what I can move around. Check on Anya. Yeah, I almost think um, in a way, Rook and Anya, um, well, they keep circulating back to each other in a way that um, almost poetically they always tend to do. Um, like in their private lives, Anya has been setting up Urmpa and she's been... Um, basically circulating on and off between adventuring with Rook and um, living with Rook and uh, setting up her organisation. So it's been a bit of a fly-in, fly-out or teleport-in, teleport-out business. Um, But in a very similar way today and especially this morning, they're dividing and conquering where they do keep meeting back with each other and um, seeing each other, but it almost would be... um, where Anya is sneakily doing things um, from, I guess, Bertie's side of things or the things that Bertie would have organised, where the heavy moving and the um, setup, and I think some of the things that um, Caius might need help mm. on his end, um, Rook may be uh, circulating around there, and every now and then Rook and Anya are just like meeting back up and checking in a little bit like, so, how is he? Is he nervous? Do I have to go have a talk to him? If he pulls out today, I am going to lose everything. Everything. The world will blow up. Oh man, I like. I don't think he's going to pull out because he thinks if anything goes wrong today, the world's going to end pretty much. I mean, like, he's not having any second thoughts, but oh boy, is he nervous. Okay, well... Um, Yours is doing okay? I think so. Um, <laughs> I have been avoiding checking in on him, as uh, I know it's weird because I'm not marrying him, but it's with the with giving him away. I feel like it's bad luck until. How's um? I've been I've been running around on rooftops, which I I know, but um, how's the hair? Is it still? And um, Anya's hair, uh, for the first time in this podcast, actually, um, is completely out. So she has um, type 3B hair. Um, she's hasn't completely gotten ready, um, but she has mostly gotten partially ready. And part of that is that her hair is out and is long. And aside from having a few things pinned back um, is completely free and something that is probably of note is that there are um, pink carnations and yellow roses in her hair Rook kind of just like tenderly like um, just like kind of moves a few flowers just tenderly like a vague little like look over with her hands is like now you're looking perfect perfect you wear your hair out okay. more often Looks nice. Yes, but it's it gets in the way of activities. 
you know what? I I really get that. Yeah. And it's, Brooke herself it's the lifestyle. Braided at the sides, and then it's a bit shorter up top now, so the flames aren't quite as long, so they're a little bit more easier to keep out of the way. I think um, probably at that moment, Anya does get, um, and I don't think it's to her, but Anya's just on the um, channel of the setup stuff, <laughs> um, which I think she probably got Newman to hack her into. I don't think she's technically meant to be on the setup um, stuff channel on the uh, sounding sending stones. Sorry. Um, but she kind of touches um, the sending stone, or the sending earring uh, at her ear, and she's like, okay, shit, um, Ravari is about to lose it at someone. I will, um, I'll catch up with you soon, okay? Oh yeah, good luck with that. And Anya kind of leans forward and gives um, Rook a peg, like just on the uh, bone of her cheek, and then, in almost a blink, in a very Anya-like fashion, she disappears. Rook kind of just like watches her leave, kind of like, um, yeah, smiling tenderly, and then she'll just um, return back to seeing, like, all right, what can I help with? What needs moved? All right. Um, as she was mentioned, uh, Ross, how are your uh, bridesmaid or maid of honor going? And morning of preparations well so uh it, it's been kind of you know we've been implying it a lot but caius has had a big the majority of the hand in organizing this wedding in in a lot of ways so it is less that ross has been like helping organize things and more just helping caius and bertie enact their vision um and a lot of that has been especially like just talking to bertie helping him get ready She's been spending a lot of time with Birdie lately, and especially this morning, she's got her hair up in rollers, which is very funny because she already has naturally curly hair. Uh, but this is different, and she's got um, like just some casual slacks on. You know, the dress is hanging up in a little garment bag in like uh, one of the rooms before we all get ready, and she's like just wearing a casual outfit. She's wearing one of those. Um, I'm with the groom pins that's covered in like little flowers and like ribbons and such. And uh, she's just been, you know, just walking around making sure everything's okay. She's checking with Birdie on the earrings occasionally. Um, she probably sees Caius running around with no shirt on. And that is probably what people think Ross is about to lose her mind at because she what the the people preparing would have heard is just her going, oh, shit, 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 and she just starts scurrying off with, like, a little mince, and they're like, oh, no, someone's in trouble, but that... <laughs> so she kind of, you know, as Mitch said, Caius is keeping a leisurely pace for Caius, which for Ross is, like, a jog, um, and she kind of just tries to catch up with him, and she just goes, well, good morning there, lover boy. Well, oh, and yes, hello. You good there? Um, you, yes, absolutely, but I just wanted to, I saw from the window that, um, <clears throat> that marquee just needs to be a little bit more over to the left. Do you need me to get Rook to do it? Oh no, it's fine, I'm already halfway there, I'm more than happy to, um, <clears throat> sort it out. Um, what are you up to, it's hot. It's not, 
Well... You... Several members of your family paid druids to make sure it wasn't a hot day, Caius, so, um... I... Are you okay? I think I am incredibly nervous. That's fair. It means you're excited. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I know that face. Sit down for a second, buddy. Come on. She, like, yeah. guides him over to a bench and, like, sits him down. Oh. What's happening in that noggin there? What's going on? I just want to... Uh, mm, there's so much that's left to do. I want to... want everything to be perfect. I want it all to... Uh, well, it's... It's pretty perfect, and we still have a couple of hours. Just want... want everything to go well. It will. I, I think I just... We've invited so many people from everywhere, and I've tried to do everything that I can to make sure that they all get along, but I, I just... I just want everyone to see Bertie the way that I do. Caius. Heart-rendingly sweet. But you... And she kind of puts both hands on the side of his face. Uh, not in this alone. There's a reason I'm the maid of honor. There's a reason Newman is your best man. We do a lot of talking and we're very good at making sure people get along. You have done absolutely everything you can. Beginning and ending with loving Bertie. That's all you need today. Okay. How's, um, how's Bertie doing? Resplendent. He uh, spent the whole morning with a bunch of pap paps and uh, he looks absolutely stunning. Good. good. Come on, Jim. Meanwhile, Newman, as the best man, what uh, what last minute duties are you attending? Um, so Newman is full front and center um, in the seating area, actually. Um, it won't be hard to find him. Uh, he's wearing quite bright, colorful clothes. Um, he's wearing uh, suspenders. Um, on below that is a long sleeve, but with the cuffs tucked up, up to his elbow, a blue shirt. I guess you could call it Caius Blue. And then on his pants, they have kind of like an accent down the side. They're suit pants. However, the accent down the side is like a Bertie Purple, as you would, with lots of glitter. Um, another reason you can find him very easily is he is shouting at the top of his lungs. Where is Zoot? <sighs> I haven't seen him for so long. He's meant to be bringing me my speech. And you over there, as he storms over towards the eating area, this should be French Violet, all right? French Violet. This is obviously just Eminence Purple. French Violet, please go back, get some other copies, all right? If you need some help, I'll come with you. Just not right now, um, as he storms off. Um, and he'll go underneath um, one of the brigolas, um, not too far from where Kai's is hanging out. And um, you can see him kind of looking around. Um, quite, I don't know, he, it's not that he's kind of stressing, it's just that he's being quite impatient at the moment. So he's got his arms crossed, his foot tapping, looking around. And he's oh, no, no, this isn't right. No, no, Caius wouldn't like this. No, this should be moved a little bit to the left. You, over here, yes, move this over to the left just a little bit, okay? Not too much. I'll be back to check, all right? This has to be, and he, like, grabs them by the shoulders. Not threateningly, but kind of assertively. It has to be perfect. I'm not sure if you know, but Caius is probably freaking out right now, and it has to be perfect. 
Um, and then after his little rampage around, um, he'll sit down and take take a bit of a break. Um, as probably at this point, uh, Zoot um, enters, um, carrying a whole bunch of papers. Um, so he'll fly in and kind of fly above um, Newman and drop them into his lap. Um, oh, finally. Thank you so much, Zoot, as he, like, picks up his papers. Um, Zoot, now, you know, when I asked for the, uh, for the speech, I did specify I wanted the tenth revision, and you giving me the ninth. It'll have to do. Don't worry, Zoot. It's good enough. It's good enough. I just hope they'll like it. I hope it has the pizzazz it needs. Maybe I could... Oh, well, maybe if I can find Ravari, I can get her to go through it. I'm not too sure, I'm not too... Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I've got more important things to do. <sighs> Is Birdie around? And he'll look around for Birdie. Uh, Birdie has kind of, like, by this point, probably, like, snuck in. It's just kind of, like, peeking his head around, like, little, like... Because he's, again, still wearing, like, the little, like, um, silk sort of, like, gown or whatever, like... It looks like he's kind of, like, wearing, like, these high heels because he's a little bit taller than he normally is, but Birdie wears heels pretty much all the time. Um, and he's kind of just, like, peeking his head around, like, like sort of, like, pillar, sort of, like, um... And sort of, like, as he does, like, every time he turns, uh, any of the flowers near him kind of just, like, bloom, like, a little bit brighter and, like, kind of turn towards him, which you think is pretty, like, your big brain has kind of figured out that's pretty normal for Faye, um... But, like, um, especially when Birdie is, so, like, so high energy um, as he is, and he's even sort of, like, shedding a couple of, like, this little, like, rain of little petals um, as he's kind of, like, looking around. And he's sort of, probably you spot him before he does, um, and he sort of just very slowly, like, turns and, like, looks looks at you wide-eyed, um, and it's like, oh! Birdie! Hi, Newman. Oh, wow, wow, what, what, things looking good. Wow, how are you going? <laughs> uh, um, I'm not sure if you believe it, but doing very well, very, very well indeed. Um, yeah, you, no. you haven't, you haven't, you haven't heard me or anything. No, no, not at all. No, I didn't hear any yelling or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. fine. Honestly, well, things are going great out there. Honestly. Good. Perfect. Today's going to be amazing. It will be, won't it? it it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good, right? They're not. Like no, nothing bad's gonna happen. They're, they're not like there's not gonna no one's gonna laugh at me or anything like that. Like you know, like like Caius is fine as me. You've seen him, right? Ah, uh, not yet. But I could imagine how he looks. Very sweaty, I'd say. Incredibly oh. sweaty. Well, you know how he stresses. Yeah. No. 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 I do. I do. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. That's why. Like. I mean. You know, you know, like sometimes, like I know, sort of like like your little like fantasy, like your little romance novels. Like sometimes it's like that. Oh, like the bride and the groom can't see each other. Like, well, obviously, like Kais and I figured out because we're both men, we can just see each other whenever. But like, I haven't kind of like wanted to see him yet because I also know he's stressed and he's been doing a lot of work. Like I kind of imagined, because I'm the business guy, I'd be the one doing everything. But like again, Kais is a noble, and like there's gonna be a lot of really important people here. And I don't want to put everything up. I mean, uh, heck, everything up. Yeah. Um. So like. Ugh, um, yeah, no, but I- I'm doing great. I-, I-, I hope he's not too nervous. <laughs> uh, we were um, going to meet up yeah. just before the wedding, so that was that's going to be good. So uh, hopefully yep. we can... I've got a lot of anti-sweat wipes. We can sort that out. <laughs> birdie, birdie, breaths. Yeah, yeah. Breaths. Mm-hmm. All right, with me, all right? <gasps> okay. 
You got this, all right? Now. Yes, yes. All right. No, you're right. <laughs> Look at me. Look uh -huh. at me. Uh -huh. Up high. As uh -huh. he gestures yep. a high five. Uh, down low. I can't reach that high. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, down, down low. Down yep. low. And look at that. you go. That's what, that's, that's my saying for the day, all right? Now, look. That's pretty good. To answer some of your concerns, all right? Mm -hmm. um, as he flicks through the, um, the uh, very short speech that he has um look i've actually planned for about approximately seven and a half laughs from the audience during my speech alone um none of which are aimed at you 100 percent. none of them oh uh, good good <laughs> that's great well it's okay i mean i love a good self-deprecating joke so i wouldn't be opposed but that does put my mind at ease excellent great i'm sure they'll love you <laughs> I will do everything in my power to make this the perfect way. And I hope that instills some confidence in you. You've known me of for course. a while, Bertie. You know yeah. what I can do, all right? Yeah, of course. Like, look, Newman, I am quite, like, this is a pretty, like, this is like the biggest, like, sale day in my life. Um, Cause it's like a sort of love thing as well. But like, um, I'm pretty confident that if anyone's going to make it go perfectly, it's going to be you because you, like everything you do is insanely overcomplicated and usually very chaotic, but you get there in the end and everyone loves it. So like, I gotta trust the process, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. So just trust me, okay? Of course. <laughs> now, I want you to get a little bit, you know, loosey-goosey, all right? Oh, okay. I, I didn't come. Well, I didn't well, come well, here well, to get you all stiff, to yeah, get you no. all busted. So, Lucy Goosey, this is your special day, all right? Yeah, 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 Just yeah, take yeah, it, yeah. Take it all in. I Enjoy the moment. It's a good idea. Good suggestion. Hang on. Three, two, one. <laughs> As some of the staff that Newman organised to come in with cocktails <laughs> enter the room. Newman, oh my goodness. <laughs> the day couldn't get any better. I mean, it can because I'm going to marry Caius, but like, the Caius, but like, you know, <laughs> this is pretty damn good. <laughs> it kind of scurries right. over. <laughs> and uh, Newman is... He's a favourite fantasy Cosmo. <laughs> uh, Newman then kind of bows and ducks out. Um, and then once he knows he's far enough, he'll yell out, It's meant to be a lotus fold. Lotus! This is not Lotus! And where's my Congo guy? <laughs> Newman, 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 uh, Anya, Anya, on the, uh, on the channel, on the channel. Can you hear me? Are you hearing me loud and clear? I... yes, roger that. Please stop making the staff cry. <laughs> it is not helpful or conductive to anyone involved. Um, the more crying they are doing, the less work they are doing. Um, try to add like a please or something, um, or just a good job somewhere, please, uh, if that's okay. Got it, got it. No, you are, you are right. Um, Anya, you're always right. I wouldn't go that far. How's, um, um... Really quickly, Newman will kind of get off the line and just say to the person who was yelling at it, thank you, you did a really good job not doing what I asked but that's okay that's okay we're here to help and honestly what you've done so far has been really good but there's always room for improvement so now 
I'm going to be talking on the phone, but just watch what I do and do the same as he gets back on the line. Uh, you were you were saying, Anya? All right. Uh, finally, Sam, what are your preparations uh, this morning? Probably a lot more relaxed than anyone else's, I imagine. Uh, maybe. See, Sam started the day helping Newman out, but Newman has is just the wedding planner from hell and has already made Sam cry along with the rest of the staff because Sam is very emotionally fragile right now. So he has disappeared off to wherever the uh, catering is being prepared. He's already fully dressed. He's in a red suit with a white silk shirt, uh, unbuttoned a little bit, and is just sitting in a corner of the uh, kitchen, uh, sipping on the cocktails, trying to hide from Newman. Uh, having fun over there, Sam? What are you doing? Like, uh, oh, you're really holding into those, says Buddy, as he's surreptitiously scuttling in, also with an empty glass. They're pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good? That's good. Now, just a quick question. You and Ross, what's what's going on today? I haven't had the chance to, like, touch base with her. Or what's, what's, uh, is, uh, you guys are still taking a break? Yeah? Yeah. Cool, but you're gonna still be comfortable if like you're sitting next to each other, like that's all gonna be fine. We're still sitting next to each other? I mean, I can get that changed. I can get that changed. No, that's no, no. It's schedule, so no. <clears throat> it's, it's fine. It's, it's totally, yeah, no, that's, we're great. Yeah, we're no, great. It, he looks Sam up and down. Yeah, no, it seems to be going really fine. No, that's good, that's good. Excellent, well, you know, I mean, if you need a pep talk, just go find Newman. He'll cheer you up. It'll be great. You guys are like buddies, and like obviously, you know, you and Kai's get along fairly well these days, so that's good. Yeah, Newman's great. Good. Great. Doing great things. He's oh. uh, he's really making sure that uh, the things are going, going, going really well. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, um, uh, I actually, um, uh, that that sounds. Great. Maybe what you can do is just like, you know, grab like a couple of drinks and then just go and just like have a little sit down somewhere. Just, you know, just just have a little rest. I've been there. I know what it feels like. I have been a catastrophic alcoholic for a long time. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> uh, not that I'm saying that's what you are, but like I do also know when you're a little bit sad, sometimes it hits. Anyway, um, I'm just going to grab this. And he grabs another drink and then just kind of like scurries off, like almost to kind of in a way where he's like, being like, oh, I've like checked in with Sam. Now I'm going to scurry off again because like he's obviously going through it. <laughs> just like leaving this puff of like petals in the background in his wake. <laughs> Sam just sort of looks dejectedly down and then gets up to go and find Newman. Okay. Uh, so, uh, just. Before going to the venue, I believe there was uh, Bertie and Caius, something that you to do together. Oh, yes. So Bertie has um, asked Caius if I can visit a very special place um, before we head over to the venue. Um, so Bertie is kind of waiting um, in a place where he and Caius have visited quite often since they were closer friends um, in Durham. Um, it's, very important so he's kind of like um waiting very nervously sort of like uh under like a big like oak tree that's sort of like the oak trees aligned sort of the um entryway to there he's kind of sticking his fingers together he's got he's got like hair like pinned up like um uh 
sort of like uh, tightly around his hair. It's got like one flower in there, but it obviously like um, he's almost got like a little like bag <laughs> of like obviously what he's going to change into as he hurries off to the venue as well. Um, and he's like obviously wearing some kind of like fluffy sort of like gown under like the dressing, like the silk gown he's wearing. But otherwise, he's just sort of waiting there a little little like nervously just kind of like looking around look twitchily so ears sort of like swiveling around in every which way as he sort of just waits to see if Caius will come um it probably takes a little moment um but Caius does almost sheepishly come over um he's sort of not quite like dressed or anything um he looks fancy but he's not in like his wedding outfit or anything um Hey. Hey. Oh, you wow, you look great. <laughs> I mean, I'm standing next to you, I can't be... <laughs> oh, Caius, we're both very attractive people. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> but you look you look really great. I, I really... Yeah. I like Bertie almost kind of looks a bit flustered now. Um... And um, he kind of like uh, looks around, just sort of like fiddles his hair a little bit and kind of like wrings his hands. He's like, thanks for coming. I thought this would be a nice little thing. I know we've got like a little placeholder for him, but since we've visited here so often, I thought it'd be a nice thing to kind of check in before the big, big moment. <laughs> I can't wait, you to see, wait for you to see my dress as well. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty expensive. And also... Yeah, I kind of, I know we kind of discussed a lot of like, oh, well, I talked a lot about different ideas and, you know, asking about suit and stuff like that. And then I kind of, yeah, I thought it sort of embraced being a fae a little bit more. So I hope you like it. But um, uh, uh, for now, and he kind of like uh, fumbles in like the, the big little bag that he's got to his side and like pulls out a little bouquet. Um, he's like, uh, got some flowers. Did you, did you want to go in? I would love to. And um, Bertie kind of like takes his little hand out and then like um, very easily slides it into Caius's hand and they walk into this building, which I guess like Mitch, could you describe this place again? Um, yeah. Important place for Caius. So the mausoleum essentially, um, as you walk in, is decorated on either side um, by these very elaborate um statues and memorials to the Caius or to the um Silvius family legacy um and each one uh, is ordained with their own unique style um it seems like no expense has been spared on capturing each person's true nature um and as we move further and further down this line uh, we finally get to the end of the tombs but not quite the end of the hallway um as we turn and look at this visage of Caius's father Felix but he kind of like looks up and then looks at Caius and then kind of like um, slips his hand out of Caius's or gives his like hand a squeeze and then like slips his hand out of Caius's and then like um, puts a little bouquet down in front of the um, 
the little like uh, effigy of like uh, Felix Silvius, and then kind of steps back and he's like, "Hey there, Papa Silvius! I'm so happy to be here with your son today. He's accomplished so much. I wish you could see it." Um, like, I mean, you know, we've got like a little night school, um, with lots of happy little kids. They're really excited every day to go there. Kids from all around, no matter what background they have, have got a place to be. He's sponsored orphanages. There's children now who have homes, who have lives, who have educations because of him. He's still so dedicated to his family the rest of your the rest of your your daughters your your wife Caius always finds time for them he has his own house as well one that he's built a wonderful garden the most wonderful garden you could ever see and i'm so proud to be part of his life and i wish you could be here for this because today we're going to get married and i love Caius very very much and we we've come visiting here all the time since you passed away. I wish I could have met you when you were alive, actually. That would have been pretty awesome, but your son's pretty damn bright, so I think you'd be pretty proud of him, because I know I am. So just thought we'd pop in for you, and Kai's has saved a seat for you. So, you know, if you feel like uh, popping in and watching the show, should be pretty great. Um, but uh, either way, thank you for being in his life. I love Caius very, very much, and I'm really looking forward to being his husband. So, thank you, Papa Silvius. And he kind of like bows his little head, and then um, steps back next to Caius and just kind of slips his hand back into his for a moment. He mm. kind of regards it. Caius will give Bertie's hand a little bit of a squeeze, um, and is quiet for a little bit. Hello, Dad. I just thought you should know that I made it. I. I found what I want. Thank you for your guidance and your many lessons. Do you have Sindanoct on you? He would, yes. You feel a projection of warmth, a feeling of warmth, like emotional warmth, not heat warmth, um, projected from the sword. Have your dad? And Kaius will step back. So... Okay, showtime, big fella. Thanks for the for, thanks for doing this. I thought this was really good. And pretty kind of like um, sort of uh, walks with Kai's outside. And like, all right, well, um, and Bray like looks over to where Mulesley, his pet <laughs> mule, his best buddy in the whole world, is kind of waiting. He has a little flower crown on, looking like a mule <laughs> um, and it's like well my ride's here so I guess I'll catch you at the venue <laughs> okay um, oh. see you later handsome wink oh, yes <laughs> he winks with both eyes oh no, no sorry <laughs> you won't no uh, I just forgot something back there but I will see you later on oh okay I- I'll see you soon <laughs> you better not stand me up <laughs> he scuttles over to Mulesley <laughs> Sweating petals everywhere. <laughs> um, Caius is going to very quickly run back down into the mausoleum, uh, go up to the third last tomb where his uh, great grandfather is, give him a little fist bump on the statue, <laughs> and then run back out again. All right. So, yeah, you make your way towards the gardens of Dorum, uh, set out as they have been for the wedding. Um, as you enter the venue, Caius, there is a messenger 
who hands you a sealed letter uh, that smells uh, faintly of the sea breeze. Um, it is sealed with an R and uh, addressed from somewhere called Catathir, the Alec Isles. So, <clears throat> um, you're under no obligation to read it now if you do not desire to, but you may if you want. We are going to look at that, go to pop the seal, and then put it in a pocket. Okay. That is for later. All right. So you enter the uh, you enter the uh, the area set up for the wedding. Um, yeah, the 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 blossoms in the trees are blowing in the wind as timed mostly with a bit of uh, magical assistance from a number of druids. Uh, there is a pathway winding through the gardens which uh, rounds a corner, revealing a large open grass area, which is where the blossoms seem to be at their... Uh, uh, there are white chairs set up on either side of the aisle, which stretch to the platform uh, where the two of you uh, will be married. Uh, behind the platform towers a beautiful ring of flowers and vines that twist amongst one another as if supporting the path. Now, who, because I believe this was the one detail we missed in solidifying, was there anyone in particular that you envisioned marrying the two? If you have no ideas yourself, I have a pitch. I I defer to you two as the characters. Um, I'm not certain, to be honest. Um, I would assume initially it would just, like, Caius's first thought would be, uh a very well-respected member of Dorum, um, potentially someone involved in the, um, uh, like the selection of the knights or, or something or other, or a respected religious figure or something. Well... But, yeah, Caius is more than happy to yeah. defer. Um, my suggestion, which, uh, goes off of that a bit, is, um, someone who also has a personal connect with, uh, the path, Athena. Very be down for that. There's no objections from Caius. Okay. So, Ophina... Describe Ophina for us. What, yes. what speech is she rocking? Um, yes, Ophina is, is in... character from our past adventures? Ophina is in a purple dress. Uh, actually, probably the same... Probably the same tone as uh, Newman was shouting about before, but a few... Uh, quite a few shades darker. Um, almost black. Um with a shock of her usual yellow hair. Um, and she's, uh, she's wearing a uh, nice, tasteful silver neck uh, and carries a, uh, her arcane staff, a symbol of Orpha. Um, and as you approach Caius, he places it gently amongst the vines. So, you ready for this? As ready as I'll ever be. Outside the venue, as all the guests and the rest of the wedding party filter in to the main wedding area, Anya and Bertie, you stand waiting for the final walk of the, I guess, de facto bride 
uh, of the scenario of the wedding. Bertie is kind of like wringing his hands together. Um, he, I will quickly describe as well. So um, he is completely ready to walk down the aisle. He has sort of wearing like this very like, as he said to Caius, he is wearing something that would be a lot more classic to like a Fae in the Fae Wild. Um, uh, although it's sort of like more muted colours because Bertie is very tacky normally in the sorts of clothes that he likes to wear. Um, he likes very bright colours and bold patterns and stuff like that. Um, but um, this is kind of more like understated for Bertie, I suppose. He has like, it's almost this um, like uh, sort of like uh, deep pinks and purples and blues is the general kind of theme. Uh, his hair is now fully out, it's all like curled and stuff like that bright pink long face looks sort of like dust a bit a bit of pink glitter everywhere he seems to sort of have like this sort of big crown arrangement of uh, different flowers uh hyacinths and um arcani smiles and like different flowers that are um very meaningful to him for people that uh don't remember as well or are new listeners um bertie also has um on his i believe uh on his right arm, he has this sort of like long scar that sort of runs up along the, the middle forearm part of it. But on his left arm, he has uh, almost like a complete sleeve of uh, different tattoos interspersed across there. Um, sort of like uh, some little flowers down the wrist that kind of like, kind of uh, flow up into these different eyes and um, more sorts of flowers, which are very clearly represented without his dress as well. Um, and then the sort of like long sort of tree um, that seems to be sort of stretching up up across his shoulder and across his collarbone as well um but yeah and um yeah but the, the whole dress is like very flowy lots of like light materials it's like a little like uh like velvet and like um sort of like beads and flowers and like lots and lots of little, de little details there has also very notably been um like flowers all along the neckline there are also uh butterflies that uh bertie has uh or bertie cards probably have like paid a bunch of druids to sort of like tell to just hang around him at all times um so they're kind of just like fluttering around in his general orbit and also just like sitting on his like shoulders and like his little neckline um like uh bertie is like um fairly like he's again very short um and not super slightly built like um but uh, for, for an elf um but again like he's just been very very done up and um his heels are quite high and pink um and yeah and he has a very an extremely long train of flowers um sort of like down the like the back of his dress as well sort of going out but he is kind of like despite all of this he's kind of just wringing his hands just like with like this intense nervous energy like very twitchy which but he kind of is like normally when he's not showboating but um he is in overdrive at the moment um and regardless of whether whether Anya is um currently like classically sighted or not um she can tell us extremely easily there's like a sensory overload happening right now so um Anya I think uh in this moment she <laughs> she's standing near Bertie um I don't think he's noticed her yet just with um He's, everything yeah. that's gone on and <laughs> also with the fact that she's naturally quite naturally very quiet um but she sidles up next to him and just gently wraps an arm around his arm um and she leans 
down to him, only slightly because he's wearing quite tall heels. Um, and she just very gently says, it's okay to be nervous. And um, <laughs> when Birdie... <laughs> He kind of like jumps a bit. Oh, 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 Anya. Oh, oh my god. Okay, yeah, no, I can get you do that. I don't know why. I've known you for years. <laughs> oh. um, and when Birdie looks to her, she looks, and I don't think, I don't think she told Birdie what she was going to wear. I think several times um, she asked Birdie different things about his outfit, um, but she didn't really tell Birdie, and I feel like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Birdie, knowing Anya, would assume that Anya would just wear what she's comfortable in anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He just like, um, and wouldn't look, be if able she's to do wearing much a suit it. jacket, that's the best I can hope for, you know? If she's wearing shoes, great. <laughs> yeah, so Birdie would probably be a little bit surprised to see, firstly, Anya's hair out, which... He knows she doesn't really do in public. He would have seen her hair out before because they lived together and um, he would have seen her preparing her hair and um, the different care that she puts into her hair um, when she's not just letting it run wild. <laughs> um, but down and has been pinned to flow gently down her side um, and pinned into it there are pink carnations with um baby yellow roses and i think some of the um butterflies that are being paid to flutter around birdie um would take interest in some of the flowers and flit around her a little bit um she is wearing her contact lenses so you can see that she is full-sighted for the day um and when you look at what she's wearing while simple, it's very different from what you've really seen her in. Um, so she's in almost an Anya-like faux pas. She is wearing a low-cut, flowy white blouse. Uh, white silken blouse um, with a brocaded pink vest um, that is open over the top of it. Um, and it has uh, a baby blue brocaded detailing and the colours are very um, much carefully selected to match Birdie's spring type. Um, and then she just has black long flowing pants um, and she is quite unfortunately barefoot. <laughs> you did not get her in shoes but yeah she um, she leans to Birdie and she's like, Sorry, I didn't, um, you look, you look beautiful. I mean, look who's talking. Man, Rook must be able to keep her eyes off you. <laughs> this is not what yes. I was expecting. Well, I, um, I wanted to match you. Birdie looks genuinely touched and he kind of like tilts his head to one side and his ears sort of like, uh, tilt, sort of like down, but not like in a negative way. Um, I really appreciate it. I mean, you would have looked great in anything. I just, you know, I know that you, like, don't care as much about what other people think about you in the same way that I do, I guess. I mean, I know you do, but, like, you know, we, we've we come from pretty different circles, so, uh, you're the, uh, 
I can stab you if you don't like me kind of circles. <laughs> Whereas I'm the, well, well, you know, I gotta do acquiesce. But, you know, we've come pretty far from that. So I really appreciate it. You look great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I care about what you think, Bertie. <laughs> well, I would have like, been happy with anything, but I am pretty excited to see this fit, I will be honest. And, you know, the no-shoes, that's a you thing, so that's fair. It's kind of a grounding thing, so I get it. So, no, you look great. Thank you again for agreeing to do this. I know it was uh, maybe a bit of a surprise when I first asked you. <laughs> but, um, I am. Um, Bertie, it means more to me than... Thank you. You, you have nothing to thank me for. Thank you. Well, look, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not like my real parents would do anything, so it's not like I was going to expect them to do anything. And then, like, you know, it's something a bit difficult kind of reconnecting with my foster dads, considering it was kind of a awkward tavern situation. Um, but... Freddy, I get it. Yeah, well, you know, You're... I just also thought you were the first friend I met. I mean, I met New Newman was a pretty close second, but, you know, Newman's also the best man, so, like... It's probably better if we... It would be weird. So, like, yeah. And you mean a lot to me. You, you're my family, too. You get and it. And I'm yeah. proud of you. I am. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I am and so I'm proud of you. <laughs> Bernie looks a bit, like, fostered. <laughs> Caius might faint when he sees you. You know that, oh. right? Oh, I'm, I'm guaranteeing. Well, hopefully not exactly. Like, if he literally does, that's going to be a little bit awkward. And then we're going to have to go. Uh, well, that's all right. I mean, look, we're both paladins. So, like, you know, we can we can sort out the magic stuff. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I think he'll be pretty chuffed. I'm pretty excited to see him, too. So, you know, not to be too, not safe for work or anything about that. But, you know, I'm pretty excited to give him a smooch on the aisle. You know? <laughs> well, um, if you I faint, you, yeah. I will carry you down the aisle. If need be. Perfect. Well, it would not be very hard. I'm a little guy. <laughs> and you have very musk you have strangely muscular arms, which makes sense because the, the bone and all that. So yeah. <laughs> no, I, Are you I, ready? I, <sighs> yeah. And he kind of like um looks like a little like piece of paper that um he's been like kind of checking a little bit as well. Um, I can't pocket it. It's like, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh boy. Boy, 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 boy. Yeah, no, 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 this is the time, right? Yeah. Is, 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 is it yeah or no? I, it's it's genuinely important. Is it yeah, yes or no? no? I, I am ready. Do yes. I have to go create a distraction? <laughs> because I, I will be very you. mad at you. Do you know how? No. It's your wedding day. You don't need to know. Newman is fine now. Everything is fine. Oh, no. What's? Oh, oh boy. I'm going to be hearing a lot about this later, I think. No, I, I, I think I'm ready. I, it's all fine. No one is crying anymore. Maybe Sam. No one else oh is crying boy. anymore. Oh, no. That's unrelated, oh. maybe. We should probably it's get fine. out there. Yeah, no, you're right. Yes, Ugh. yes. Yes, so it's yes. Yes, okay. No oh, oh, do I have any food on my face? No, I, I, uh, I think you're good. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Cool. All right. This will be fine. Huh. Okay. They kind of like I'll be with you the whole walk. Yeah. Yeah. And Anya wraps her um, arm around his and gives it a squeeze. I'll yes. always be here when you need me. And as Thank you. and as the music strikes up, two of you head down the aisle, where you see Ross, Newman, 
and most importantly, Caius in front of Athena. As you walk down, you see the rows upon rows of friends, family, dignitaries, students have gathered here today. There's an empty seat towards the front on the, uh, the Sylvia side um, with a, a portrait sitting on it. As you reach the front and turn around to face your husband to be, you catch out of the corner of your eyes that the portrait is one of uh, Caius's father, former Lord Silvius. Fina speaks up. Day, everyone. We are gathered here under the light of the loyal to bring together two who have um, been through so much together, mean so much to Arathold, to their friends, their family, but most importantly, to themselves, to each other. Caius and Bertie, have you prepared your vows? We have. Yeah. Yes. Caius. Oh, I'm first. Okay. Um, uh, Caius will reach into his breast pocket and pull out a, a stack of cards, and his hands are kind of shaking a little bit as he looks at it and kind of hunches over and squints and um, kind of looks at a couple and sort of reshuffles them and um, uh, almost to like sort of break the tension he looks up at everyone with um, hi everyone um, <clears throat> my name is Caius Vitor Silvius um, you can also call me Kai if you wish um, when um, when I first started writing these I didn't really know what to say that I haven't already um, that and I also wasn't really sure what vows were I mean I, I took vows in military academy and took vows as a knight of the seven and but as much as I was happy during those times those weren't celebrations that was duty this is well, this is love um, I didn't know what to write so I just wrote what vows meant to me and very proudly read them out to Grace who's in the audience say hello um, when she uh, came into my room to check on my progress and um, she very quickly informed me that this was a um, very rough first draft um, and she took the time to sit down with me and um, uh, coach me through what I should say and in the end all my sisters sort of help out a little bit and um, each having their own hand in sort of crafting ideas of a wedding vow and what love means to us all um, and it turns out it's a little different from what I had in mind um, I mean it turns out we were all wrong um, love is not something that can be easily explained. Love is a feeling, an energy, a, a weight lifted and shared. Love is joy, love is peace, love is comfort. Um, above all, love is balance. Where there is darkness, there can also be light. Where there is sadness, there is a shoulder to cry on. Love is different to everyone, and to me it is Bertie. 
Tobias looks down at his cue cards, which he hasn't flicked yet, um, as if he's about to start reading from the top, um, kind of squints a little bit, and then just looks back up again and says, well, actually, when, um, when Maria and Vashti, who are also there, hello, um, <clears throat> they were helping me, they would ask me questions to, uh, about Bertie, so that, um, I could talk about how they made me feel, and, um, and they would just write it down and we would go from there. Um, actually, one of the, the first questions that um, they asked was, when did I start first falling for Bertie? Um, which is very funny when you think about it, because the answer is technically when we first met. Um, <laughs> see, I was I was perfecting a spell, and, um, and they were practicing one for the first time, I assume. Um, and I sort of fell on top of him through magic. So uh, I guess you could say magic sort of brought us together. Um, in a sense, I guess we've been falling for each other ever since. Um, I fell into a lake for Bertie. Um, we both fell onto a large slug for each other um, <laughs> from a great fight. And it's it's been happening for a while. Um, and Kaya's still not looking at the cue cards. Um, turns to Bertie. But I think I fell the hardest when we were apart. And it's then that I fully realized who you were to me. You are my everything. My only wish is that I can be for you what you are to me. Vows! I should read the vows. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, and Caius will look down at the cards for the first time and start to like look at them. Um, <clears throat> hello. My name is Ka- I've said that. Um, uh, uh, vows, vows, vows. Okay. Uh, Bertie. Yes? On, on this day and all days henceforth, I vow to love, protect, care for, and cherish every part of you. I vow to lift you up when you are feeling down, to be your light when you are surrounded by darkness, and I vow to wake up every morning with the smile of a man who has it all. Finally, I vow to be all that I can be for all of you. And and Caius will turn back to the audience in one particular seat. And that means for Bianca as well, if they will have me. Right, well, that's all I have. Um, thank you. Caius will kind of back away. Wonderful words, Caius. Bertie. <laughs> Bertie's just like looking extremely, like his eyes are extremely shiny and like almost like a little anime style. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, okay, okay. And like Bertie like pulls out um like like a, this like a uh, little scroll which then like unrolls to like. It like rolls out comically long into this like really long scroll and it kind of like looks over like uh, uh, and then it just like just crumbles it and throws it to the side like Caius amazing as always um I as one of the people that sort of talks the most in the for all of Dorum I would have to say I am almost at a loss for words almost every time I get to see your face and now your words have done the same to me, so I 
I've spent a year trying to write my vows. Um, I've been almost thinking about them for longer than that, I guess, ever since you proposed to me in that cafe. Uh, after all of our... Uh, well, I'd say that after all our event is finished, that's just uh, the, the, the big ones. We've done a lot of uh, night stuff since then. But I... Man, this is what I wrote down. I guess um, I was trying to find the perfect way to say it, because I... I'm, never done this before and um well that the way that of course i have I, you know i wanted this to be right and you've done so much you've done so much organizing you've made so much of my life so much better i guess i wanted this to be perfect and i guess well um uh well first of all um the vow stuff um I, again like i guess i i guess what i want to say is I love you, not only for who you are, but for who we are together. I'm a better person with you. I feel like a happier person with you. You look over the sort of messy, weaker things that you can't help but see, but you don't mention it anyway. You've known so much of my life that has been unpleasant, or a little bit dodgy, or a, a little bit financially unstable, but you don't mention it. You you just accept me as I am. I. I guess I thank you for you seeing those dark, unpleasant things and helping me draw out the light from them. Just sort of take them and turn them into something that I don't feel so bad about, that is something we can share together instead. I've said this before, but you're always been my home. You're the sun that's helped me grow out of the shade. My impossible man who fell out of the sky in one part of a hole. And no matter the challenges that might come our way, I promise to always be there for you, to love you loyally and fiercely as long as I live, and even much further than that. I had a lot more stuff that I wanted to say, but it doesn't really matter, I guess. Years ago, <laughs> when, when you first proposed to me, you said forever, and to that I say always. So I guess on this next part of our journey together, Caius, and he holds his hand out, do you trust me? Forever. <laughs> but he does sound like a sort of ugly crying. <laughs> but, um, and he's like, well, 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 can I, can we, can we do it? Can, can, hmm? Is that, is that, is that, that sword now? Lufina, can we, can we? Ross and Newman, do we have the rings? Oh, yeah, that. We do, yeah. Ross. <laughs> we definitely do. <laughs> can you hand them to Bertie and Caius? Ross holds out the little velvet cushion with the ring on it to Bertie. And Newman does the same yes. to guys. As the rings are held out, Bufina takes some powdered silver and sprinkles it over the rings. You may take the rings and exchange them, and I assume the two of you do so. We do, yes. Very sweatily on Bertie's <laughs> behalf. <laughs> on both of our behalves. Bufina sprinkles the remainder of the silver dust uh, upon the two of you it says so by the divine rights of the first gods passed down through them and the loyal I pronounce the two of you married you may now kiss each other if so desired and but it kind of like tackles <laughs> <laughs> Jump we desire. Up. <laughs> everyone please rise for the departure of the grooms and the wedding party. Everyone stands up out of their seats and uh, you 
forward through to uh, wherever you may be in the meantime before the uh, ahead of the uh, the reception just before the reception Bertie a pair of familiar figures much more nonchalantly than the situation calls for two figures that you recognize all like uh, your biological parents the Aladrin Theodore and Emily are they wearing clothes yes Good, that's a good yes. start. <laughs> uh, but he kind of just like freezes and he's, he is kind of freaked out as he sees um, his biological parents were both uh, full-blooded Aladrin. Um, and um, one of them, uh, the masculine one, is like uh, sort of like in green tones um, with like lots of like green leaves everywhere for hair. And um, the more feminine one is like... Um, completely pink pink skin long flowing pink hair um and wearing some clothes thankfully um as they have not normally done in the past because they're fey they live in the fey world and baker kind of just like stops and just freezes wonderful ceremony yeah oh fine. i suppose congratulations are in order ma and pa you 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 came you you, you watched all of that well, we couldn't turn down a party. Oh, <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow. Well, I am. I am honoured. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty good party, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Looking forward to the reception. Yeah. No. Of, of course. Yeah. No. Well, you're very. Everyone's welcome at reception, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, great. Great to see you. Um. Happy, uh, this must be the first time you come out of the Feywild since, uh, well, well, for a long time, I guess. It has been a while, yes. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's, it, like, just for starters, it's been about, like, five, like, at least five or six or seven years since we've seen each other face to face before, so, uh, yes. cool. Uh, congratulations to you and your wonderful group. Yeah, yeah, he is, he's really great, actually. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, awesome. Um, enjoy the reception. I've got to go and find him, actually. Yeah. Uh, what wonderful to see you, Ma and Pa, <laughs> Theodore and Emily. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, try to talk to my friends too much. Bye. <laughs> he kind of like, right. lifts the skirt and kind of hurries mm. off. I think speaking of, oh, speaking of uh, everything of Rook, seeing this happen and she's currently like cropping up Sam who is like sobbing heavily um but like otherwise she's gonna like get on the standing stone earring to Anya and just be like Brody's biological parents they weren't invited were they I don't think they were on the guest list were they sent an invite I'm me Eddie I'm curious Anya would know I'm I assuming. don't think they would have been, um, but that said, like, well, there's been a lot of dignitaries who have probably also come along as well. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, I yeah, I think uh, at that um, there's this moment where whoever is around Anya sees her like freeze for a second, and then swivel around and just stare at where Birdie's parents. Uh, and then there's a moment, and then she is with Bertie's parents. Uh, hello there. Um, I do not believe I've had the pleasure, uh, 
Theodore and What's side? Emily, uh, Bertie's parents. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Um, Bertie's parents weren't invited, so you can't be them. Um, can I see your invitation? Any form of identification, proof of relation? Yeah. While you're looking for that, maybe we can have this chat outside. Don't want to disturb all the guests. Um, yeah, they they are unable to produce any form of uh, invitation. Um, I assure you, we are Bertie's parents. Okay, but um, I'm sure you've heard from all of the... Uh pressers and um, in the magazines and through uh, the different sending subscription services. This is an exclusive event and while you may be Bertie's parents, it is friends and family only. So I will have to ask you to leave. And are we not family? No. Um, and they head off in a bit of a harumph. Um, thank you for letting me know. I will make sure the staffers do not let them back in. You yes. overheard is how's Bertie? Um, as a side note, Rook is kind of like tapping her fingers together with little produced flames on them, and then she just kind <laughs> of slaps that shot, and she's like, uh, he seems alright, didn't notice any didn't seem too upset, mostly just shocked. Right. Um, they didn't speak to Bianca, did they? No, no, they just got Bertie and then I was right on them. Good. They aren't allowed near her. Ever. 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 Um. Absolutely. Right. How are you doing, Sam? Are you okay? <clears throat> Sam just very, like, snottily inhales and uh cannot speak just uh <laughs> noise i hear you're supposed to cry at weddings right um well if you need anything um ask someone else so I'll... you take care now and she kind of pats him on the arm <laughs>